Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased, as always, that you are here with me today. Uh, We've got one of those shows, you know, one of those shows where it's just you and me. So that means we get to interact, play together. I'm not interviewing anybody. I'm just going to talk on a particular topic. Um, And, you know, I started doing this about once a month, pretty much, uh, a little over a year ago, probably about two years ago, I think, uh, when uh, my former engineer, Rob, said, you know, I like did it once because uh, a guest had not shown up that day for the show and I just had a riff on something. And, And everyone was like, wow, that was really good. You should do more of that. I said, really? And then I did it again when another guest didn't show up. And they were like, yeah, that was really good. So because of your feedback, I decided, okay, I'm going to do this once a month. So typically what I do is the first show of the month, the first Thursday of the month, it's just me and you. And that's uh, how this all got started. So um, and occasionally I, I skip a month, maybe because I got guests that I had to reschedule or something happened. I got to get somebody into the rotation. Um, but pretty much once a month, uh, it's just you and me. So I hope uh, you enjoy these shows. That's just the two of us. And uh, we will get started now with our quotes of the day from Mike Dooley in the universe. Of course, even if it's just me and you, we have to have our quotes of the day. All right, let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. By design, you are stronger than whatever you may create, including the lions and tigers and bears now in your life. Oh my, the universe. Ah, We love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe, reminding us that we are stronger than any of the challenges that we may find in our life today. But not only are we stronger than them, we're actually the ones who create those challenges. You're saying, wait a minute, Sam, this is, doesn't make any sense at all. Why would I create these challenges I'm facing? They're so hard, they're so difficult. This, is, this doesn't make any sense at all. And it actually does. It just depends on your perspective. You see, we're usually a little too close in on our perspective to really see the big picture. And we have to be able to pull out. You know what they say, like the 50,000 foot view. You know, usually there's the the 10,000 foot view, the 5,000 foot view, the 10,000 foot view, the 20,000, 25,000, 50,000. And then there's the million foot view. You know, you can keep pulling further and further and further back. I don't know if any of you ever seen that animation of like going from like a molecule or an atom pulling all the way out to like the galaxies of the universe. It's an amazing uh, uh, animation. But it's something that as we shift our perspective, we see things differently. And the reason why we're actually the ones who create these challenges in our life is because that's how we grow. When you think about it, when everything's going fine and we don't have challenges and we're, you know, just kind of, you know, coasting along and things are great and we're feeling good, we don't really grow that much. We're not really expanding. We're not exercising that muscle, right? When you go to the gym, what do you do? You lift weights, you push resistance. And, and it's in that stress, it's in that challenge that that's actually what builds new muscles. So without those challenges, without that push, there's no resistance, there's no muscle being built. Now, I'm talking metaphorically, and we're talking more on an energetic, spiritual a uh, 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 subtle level when I talk about these challenges that we're creating, right? Now, it may not seem like we're actually doing anything to create these challenges in our life, but we actually are in reality as well. Because we have to remember that we are beings 
of choice. We are creators. And we create our lives every single moment, moment to moment, every single day, through the choices that we make. Right? What shirt do we put on today? You know, how long does it take us to get ready to get out the door? Who are we meeting with? The phone calls that we answer, do we let them go to voicemail? The emails we have to respond to? The, do we decide to work with this person or that person? Do we like this client? All these little choices, you know, are, are we going to walk today or take the bus? Are we hopping on the subway? Are we going to take the R train or the L train? They're all, there are a million one little tiny decisions. Are we going to stop in the coffee shop and, and, and get a nice coffee or a nice tea? Or are we going to just keep walking? Uh, you know, what are we doing tonight? Are we hanging out with this friend or that friend? Or are we just going to stay home and, and watch something on Netflix? All of these decisions impact one another and they all build our life one way or another. And, and I've said this before on the show, like I can trace back why my life is the way it is today to one decision, one decision that I made back in high school. Very simple decision, which at the time I didn't think was such a big deal. And that was, what college am I going to go to? I was planning on going to Stony Brook. I had lots of upperclassmen who had graduated the year before who went to Stony Brook. I would have friends there. You know, I was interested in physics. It was a SUNY school. You know, it felt like a comfortable choice for me. What happened? I got a letter from this engineering school in Hoboken called Stevens, and they said they would give me, they, they, I would get half a grant and half a student loan, so my tuition for the first year would be paid. We just had to pay for a room and board. And you know, I really didn't consider the school that much. It was just that my mom, she was a teacher, and some of her teacher friends, their husbands were professors at this school. So we went and looked at it. I mean, it was great. You could take the PATH train there, but I really didn't take it seriously. But now I got this letter. I got this partial scholarship. And, you know, I went to my favorite high school teacher, which happened to be in my senior year, my social studies teacher, Mr. Elenko, who has passed on. I loved Mr. Elenko. He was an amazing human being. And I said to him, look, uh, I got accepted to both these schools. I wanted to go to this school, but I got this. You know, what should I do? And he's like, oh, forget Stony Brook. Stevens is a much better school. Stevens is a much better school. Which, as it turns out, is, it wasn't necessarily true. I mean, Stevens was the kind of school they let a bunch of people in. They failed out half the freshman class. And of the, the people that returned, they failed out the next. And so they just, because they failed so many students, they had this reputation in the engineering community of being such a good school. That's not my idea of a good school. Anyway. So I followed his advice, partially because I looked up to him, I thought he knew better, and partially because I knew if I didn't go there, for the rest of my life I'd hear from my mom how I, I, didn't, uh, I gave up the scholarship, that I didn't go to this great school. So I went there, and because I went there, I met certain people, my life took a, a direction, it's actually what got me put on my spiritual path in a way, and, and my life was completely different than I imagined it for years, up until today. And I just know that if I had not listened to him, if I had gone to Stony Brook instead of Stevens, that one choice would have so impacted my life, I cannot even imagine how different my life would be today. I cannot imagine. I mean, I'm sure I wouldn't be married to the woman I'm married to. I wouldn't have the career that I'm doing now. I mean, who knows where I would be, what I would be doing. Even if I'm, would I still be alive? I don't know. So, so even just that one little simple choice impacts it. So those lions and tigers and bears, getting back to our quote of the day, um, that we find in our life, those challenges, those things that sometimes scare us, they're in front of us because of choices that we made years ago that impact our life that we have no clue how those choices impacted our life. We are constantly creating our life over and over and over again through all these different choices. We're also now, I mean, I'm going to get a little woo-woo on you here, but I'm a big, big believer that we actually choose our family before we're born, before we incarnate. Our soul looks around and says, you know what? This life, for what I want to learn as a soul, as a spiritual being, how I want to expand, ooh, this family looks really good. I'm going to incarnate into this family. Now, a lot of people who have parents that they hate 
like hate me right now for saying that. <laughs> but yes, you are responsible. You chose your parents. Um, and it may not seem like it right now. It may not seem like it tomorrow or next year. But eventually you'll see that the challenges we face because of the families we were born into are exactly the challenges we needed in this lifetime to grow and expand and to be more of who we really are. Now, how we choose to face those challenges is up to us. We chose that before we came into this life, and every little decision we've made along the way creates our life at the same time. We are creators. We are not victims. So, wonderful, empowering quote from Mike Dooley in the universe. You guys know how much I love him. Okay, let's see. Ooh, time's running out on this segment. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. There is a momentum that was established by the source within you long before your emergence into this physical body. See? Very much in alignment with what I just said. I didn't even know. I didn't read this quote yet. And with far less effort than you think, you can tap into that momentum, and it will serve you enormously well, Abraham. So what's Abraham talking about here? Again, it goes back to what I said. There were choices and decisions we made on a soul level before we even came into this incarnation that sort of send us in a particular direction. And that we can actually tap into that direction with less effort than we imagine and that, that we can actually, you know, in Abraham's terms you know, ride the river of vibration and just flow, go with the flow and just allow life, the currents of life to take us where we're supposed to go. Now, you might say, Sam, okay, well, how do I know what that is? How do I know where I'm going? What, what I should do? There are lots of ways to know. There is such a abundance now of all different types of personality typing and things to help us understand ourselves like astrology, human design, the gene code. Uh, there are like dozens and do- the engram, uh, uh, the disc assessment, the, 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 the Myers-Briggs assessment. There are all these things. And personally, I have a, because we used to have on the network, Monty Taylor used to do this show, Living Consciously. It was all about Jungian astrology. He was amazing at it. And I learned so much from the five plus years that he did his show on the network. Astrology really shows us sort of what is our design. And that's kind of what human design is based on. It's just even a more complex uh, version of it. What is our design? What is our operating system? How do we show up in the world? And, and, for those of you who have not looked into astrology, it's actually much more complex and much more rich than just looking at the horoscopes in the newspaper. <clears throat> those things are like a joke compared to real astrology. Um, and I'm going to get my friend Fred on, who, who's an astrology. He did a reading for me recently, so I promised I'd get him on the show. But uh, it, it goes into all kinds of aspects. Who are we to ourselves? Who are we to others? How do we show up in families, in, in career, in, in to the world at large, contribution? All these kinds of things. Uh, there are all kinds of ways in which it shows us how we show up. And then when we understand this better, it, it's not about it limiting us or it's not about saying, oh, well, my chart says this, so I have to be like that. No. It's about tapping into that energy, those choices that we made before we were born, that like how we can flow better, how we can enter into situations in a better way that serves us, that serves the way we're built, the way we're put together. I mean, human design, which is another amazing thing, and and I've had um, uh, 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 Stephen uh, Robolito on my show in the past, who's an amazing human design consultant. Uh, which is all about entering into relationships, entering into situations, and how do we do that? There are all kinds of ways of learning what is the best way for us as the individuals who were born in this life, how do we enter into situations that serve us the best? And that when we learn to, to follow this and, and, and we learn how to, how to support our, ourselves with it, it, it really 
it, it serves us in a million, million different ways and makes life so much easier uh, because we're tapping into that momentum that was established before we were even born, which is what this quote is all about. So, wow, segment's already up. These are two amazing, amazing quotes. We'll, we'll, we'll weave them into our topic today, which is all about when push comes to shove. Uh, when do we push? When do we not push? But before I go, oh, I got a bunch of people on the Facebook Live. Uh, Marina, Steve, Suzanne, uh, Jasmine, Corinne. Hi, Corinne. Thank you for tuning in. It's great to see you. Uh, I, I love you too, darling. I miss you and I hope to see you uh, sometime soon. So uh, when we come back, when push comes to shove, you're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. right here on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook Live. And we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. right here on talkradio.nyc. Welcome, friends, and Hazar on the Facebook Live. Thank you for tuning in. I just want to remind people, today it's just me and you, no guests. So if you'd like to call in and ask a question on anything, I don't care, uh, uh, 877-480-4120. Oh, and thank you, Sharon showing some love uh, on the video. And please, oh, and Romeo, you're a new uh, listener. Yuns, wow, got a bunch of new listeners today. Please, and if you're enjoying, if you think the quotes were good, just wait till I get into the meat of the topic today. Please share the video. Don't keep me the best secret on Facebook. Uh, share, let your friends know about us. Um, you know, I'm here to empower people. I'm here to serve. Uh, and the more people that I can serve, the happier I am, and hopefully the better world we can create together. So our topic today, I put it in the newsletter. If you didn't see it already, uh, just go to talkradio.nyc, sign up for our newsletter so you'll know next week what our topic is. But it's, uh, I called it When Push Comes to Shove because I've seen it so much in my own life. I've seen it so much in other people's lives, how much we push and push and push in our life. And I've seen the effect that it has on people. I've seen how it wears people down. I've seen how it stresses people out, how we get sick from it, how it causes us not to take care of ourselves, how it causes us to lose sleep and, and, and just lose our health, our vitality, and really drain us so much. And, and I just felt like I need to talk about this. Now, 
Am I saying that there's never a time in life that we shouldn't push, that we don't need to make that extra effort, that you know, we don't need to, to, to really make this effort to give birth? No, of course not. Look, I believe in following nature, right? My shamanic training is all about observing nature, following nature. When we are born, your mom better have pushed a whole lot or you wouldn't have popped out. That is unless you had a C-section, so uh, there are always exceptions. But um, life sometimes involves pushing, and it's pushing to give birth. But it's not pushing for nine months, is it? It's pushing for... A bunch of minutes, a couple of hours, you know, depending on how long that labor is. But she was carrying you for nine months. She wasn't pushing for nine months. She was pushing when the water broke and it was time for you to come out. The same thing when we have ideas and we have projects and, it, and, and we're getting close to deadlines. Yeah, there are times to push. We do not need to push for nine months. We do not need to push every day. We do not need to push throughout our life. Indeed, getting back to our quotes, an amazing quotes for today, sometimes our pushing comes from our lack of trust in life. Because we think we know better. We think we're so smart. We think that if everything just goes the way we think it should go, that life will be amazing. It's a little bit arrogant, slightly self-centered, and very egotistical. This universe has been around billions of years before we came onto the scene. Life on this planet has existed for billions of years. And we think we know better than life's plan for us? We think in our short time, which is infinitesimal compared to how long life has been around on this planet, let alone who knows how long it's been around in this universe, that we know what's best? Hmm. I don't know about that one. And the reason why I say I don't know about that one because I can tell you honestly, and I talked about this before, like even from just one decision I made 35, 40 years ago, my life is completely different. And indeed, there are many points along the way where I thought I knew better, where I knew what I wanted. And you know what? What I wanted didn't turn out to be so great. I mean, it was a wonderful learning lesson. Don't get me wrong. I learned a lot from it but it did not turn out anywhere near what I imagined, expected, or wanted. Yet somehow, things I had no clue about, I had no intention around, I was not even a speck in my imagination, have unfolded before me that are just completely amazing. Just as a small example, like I, I, a friend introduced me to this woman, Ter Teresa de Grobois, about five years ago, who had started this thing called the Evolutionary Business Council. And be, because of the radio station, because of the influence, she invited me to join, and I joined. Wasn't very active for a while. And over the last couple of years, I've become more active. And, and you guys have heard me talk about the Evolutionary Business Council a number of times. I've had some amazing, amazing guests on my show. Teresa's been on my show a number of times. Valerie Shepard, uh, Charmaine Hammond, um, recently uh, Gans Fer Dr. Gans Ferrance, uh, Gary Stewart, uh, Wendy Darling. I mean, I've had tons of people from the Evolutionary Business Council, and these people have become a real tribe of mine. And I never would have imagined in a million years how much they acknowledge me, appreciate me, love me, support me, people who I consider far more uh, um, physically successful than me in this uh, incarnation. Oh, hello, Star. Star Fuentes, an amazing, amazing healer. You guys should check her out. She's on, she just came on the Facebook Live. Hi, Star. Uh, definitely you should check her out. She's amazing. Haven't seen you up in New York City for a while, but let me know next time you're in town. 
So the Evolutionary Business Council is something I never would have imagined, yet just kind of fell in my lap. I didn't even appreciate it when I first got involved with it. And now I'm one of its biggest vocal champions for it. I'm, I'm co-leading with James Wober the, the Oceanside Retreat in, uh, in uh, California in September. I never would have imagined I'd be leading a retreat for, for the co-leading a retreat for, for the EBC. Um, and I've had so many, met so many amazing teachers and people and I'm creating so many amazing relationships. I had no clue. I had no clue. The shamanic work that I'm doing for a little bit over five years. When, when my friend Alex in, invited me to this meeting and then told me what it was all about, and it's like, hey, hey, why don't you come? We're doing a ceremony. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not into that. It's not my thing because of what other spiritual teachers I had studied with before had gotten me sort of kind of very biased against the idea of shamanism and against that kind of work. But thank God, thank God, something inside of me said, eh, just go check it out once. You can just try it once. It's not going to kill you. It's not going to hurt. Just, just once. and It can't be too bad. It, it saved my life in so many ways. I'm so different today than I was five years ago. Uh, you know, I have some old shows. I'm, I'm not sure if on SoundCloud... Uh, if you guys are interested, like if you go into soundcloud.com slash conscious consultant and, and you go back to like some of my really old shows and you listen to some of them, um, you'll hear the difference in my voice from five years ago. Again, not only something I could not have imagined, something I was biased against because of what I heard other people say. So explain to me again how we know so much better than life what is the right path for us, what we should be doing. How do we know when we should push and when we should not push? It all comes down to how well we know ourselves. And how well we know ourselves is an ever-evolving process that unfolds over our entire life. We never stop getting to know ourselves better. And, it, and yes, sometimes we can get a little bit too into the details and too into our past and our history and our programming and everything else. But if we at least look at it a little bit, where is all this coming from? Where are our decisions coming from? Why do we feel the need to control a particular situation by pushing, pushing, pushing? If there is resistance coming up to us, if there is something that's like holding us back and causing us to have a harder and harder time for moving forward, there's usually a reason for it. Oh, wow. Star, thank you so much. She wrote a lovely comment on the Facebook Live. Star said, Sam, your mastery has settled in well, and you are full of light. Please take leadership roles. Oh, thank you so much, Star. I, I actually am uh, doing my best in that. And, and for those of you who don't know, I'm actually working on a book. It'll be out probably end of the year, beginning of next year. I'm starting to work more with people individually. You know, I've... I've over the last nine years that I've had the radio station, I've had the wellness center, I've really put most of my focus on building up the radio station and building up the wellness center and my private practice, that of the conscious consultant, my private brand, I haven't really done that much with. But now, uh, the last six months or so, I've been working on rebranding the conscious consultant, I've been working on stepping out, and I'm really now um, looking to work more with individuals one-on-one -on -one, in, in my kind of coaching facilitation role. I don't like to call it coaching because too many people use that word, but facilitating people in their life. And I'm also looking, if anybody knows, of local organizations in New York City to give some talks uh, to people that are kind of like introductory talks to, to the way I do and I, uh, to, the, to the kind of the, my work and my body of work. So I have a talk called um, uh, uh, just lost the title. Uh, creating balance in business and life with four simple strategies. And it's about using the four archetypal elements, how they show up in our lives and how they show up in business and how to balance it out. 
Um, so I actually am looking to do more of that. And you're going to see over the next year or two, things are going to be very different for the conscious consultant. So I hope you're going to stick with me for the ride. It's going to be a fun ride. All right. Got to get back to our topic of uh, when push comes to shove, but it's time for us to take our break. So please stay with us. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening, Awakening Humanity. Again, if you'd like to call in, the number is 877-480-4120. If you're on the Facebook Live, please just post your comment like Star Fuentes did. Thank you, Star. I really appreciate it. And uh, uh, let me know how you feel about when to push and when not to push. And when have you done it in your life? And maybe you would decided afterwards, maybe it wasn't so good I was pushing then. I'll get back to it right after this. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking about when push comes to shove. When should we push in life and when should we not push in life? Personally, my recommendation is 90% of the time, don't push. <laughs> Maybe 10% we need to push. Maybe 5% we need to push. But oftentimes, if we're pushing to get something done and there's not much resistance and, and things are just going with us and we're just giving that extra effort and that, that you know, extra focus, like that's when it's right. You know, when you're kind of just in the zone and you're just steaming ahead, that's when to push. But if you're pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and nothing's happening or pushing and pushing and pushing and there's resistance, 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 that's the time to stop. At least the way I've seen it in my life. And again, look, I, I haven't lived in your shoes. I haven't walked a mile in your shoes. I, I don't know what you've been through, and I don't know what your life has been like. I just know from my personal life, when I've pushed and pushed and pushed for something that I thought I really wanted, and there was all kinds of resistance and all kinds of problems, for me personally, that usually ended in disaster. I mean, that's why I got out of real estate. I got into real estate for all the wrong reasons. I got greedy, you know, when, when the real estate you know, market in New York City was going through the roof. And I thought, yeah, I can do this project. I'll make lots of money. I had no experience, no background. I had all the wrong people around me. And it blew up in my face. And it ended up, I lost everything I put into the project. It ended up costing me more. It took years from this to pay off the debts from it. And it was a big lesson for me. It was, a, it was my PhD in the real estate industry in New York City. It was a very, very expensive PhD. And am, am I sorry that it happened? I decided long ago I'm not going to have regrets in life. Would I have preferred that it not cost me so much and it not have been as difficult as it was? Absolutely. But, you know, maybe I'm a little too stubborn. I'm a little pig-headed. So life has to really smack me around a bit for me to get the message. 
but at least what I've seen in my life. And, and tell me if this is not what you've seen in your life. When we're so focused on something for the wrong reason and we keep pushing and pushing and pushing and resistance after resistance after resistance shows up, that what life eventually does is like, okay, look, I'm trying to tell you this isn't what you really want or it isn't really the direction you should go, but if you're going to keep pushing, I'm going to let you have it. And it lets you have it. And it turns out to be nothing nearly what we thought it was. And it ends up turning into a disaster or quote-unquote disaster. I don't really believe in disasters that much because they're all learning lessons. But it turns out being something in a way totally different than what we thought. Because we were micromanaging the universe. We were micromanaging our life. We were deciding we knew better than other people. Thank you. I'm getting lots of hearts and thumbs up on the Facebook Live today. I really appreciate it. We thought we knew better. And we didn't pay attention to the signs all around us. And this is something like the indigenous cultures are amazing at. Paying attention to nature. Paying attention to life. Paying attention to the signs that's around them. And us as human beings, and especially in Western civilization, we've gotten so far away from it. We've gotten so disconnected to nature. We think, you know, we're top of the food chain. We're the smartest, you know, best creatures on earth. And we can do anything. And, you know, we don't need to pay attention to this stuff. It's so arrogant. And it's also so not true. We think we're so smart. I don't know. How smart is it? for us to pollute our own environment so much that it makes it toxic for us to live in? How smart is it for us to feed our children and our families food that's been modified that more than likely causes cancer? And what is cancer? It's the body eating itself up. How smart are we to come up with all of these drugs to treat things that have all these crazy side effects that to me is just insane. Like we have anti-depression drugs that cause people to kill themselves. What is wrong with this picture? We think we're so smart. We think we know so well. We push and push and push and we're destroying ourselves in the process. One of the biggest lessons I have learned over the last five years, over the last you know, 20, 30, 40 years, but over the last five years, is the importance of self-care and the importance of trust in life. And a little bit of trust goes a long, long way. And it's amazing, once we give up the need to control and we let go of the reins of control, it's amazing how much fun and how amazing life can be. It is remarkable when we release the need to control how beautifully life can support us. And I like to say all the time that life has a much better imagination for me than I do. And by releasing control, I allow the waters of life to carry me to new and greater heights. I allow life to support me in the ways I truly need to be supported and to bring to me the opportunities, the people, the experiences that truly light up my soul and light up my spirit and light me up in my heart that allow me to live life more fully more purposefully in a way that I can live as a better example for the clients I work with, my friends, my family, those close to me. Look, I, I don't have it all figured out. Actually, I have very little figured out. But what I have figured out is that I ha don't have much figured out. And by humbling myself to life, and by humbling myself to the fact that sometimes 
things happen that I never could have imagined, oh, so much more can come to me. Ah, William's on the Facebook Live. Uh, no worries about being late. Just glad you're here. So I, I, I did want to touch upon, while I can in this show, this idea of, of kind of pushing is a very masculine energy and sort of releasing control and surrendering is, is much more of a feminine energy. And I just wanted to talk sort of a little bit about this difference. And I've talked a lot in the past about the differences between the masculine energy inside of us and the feminine energy inside of us. And it doesn't matter whether you're a man or woman or non-binary or whatever the hell else you want to call yourself. I don't care. Um, but I recently have a sort of a deeper understanding through an amazing teacher, again, somebody I met through the Evolutionary Business Council, whose, whose weekend training I went to up in Vancouver a couple of months ago, Satyan Raja, who is an amazing, amazing teacher. I love this man. He, he is one of the few male human beings that, for me personally, I can really look to as a role model. If you're interested in him, his website is warriorsage.com. Uh, and he talked about sort of these six energies, sort of these three female energies and these three male energies uh, of that, that we kind of use and dance between for different situations in life. And the three male energies are presence, penetration, and claim. So it's being fully present to what's in front of us, sort of penetrating a situation when you need to go in like last night I was in a networking event when you show up at a networking event you kind of have to penetrate the room penetrate that energy to really show up and claim is sort of staking your claim in the ground that this is who I am and and this is what I stand for and the, so there's a dance in the male energy between these three things when do we need to be present when do we need to claim when do we need to penetrate and the three female energies of invitation, expression, and surrender, right? The, the female energy of expression, you know, it's expressing the feelings, expressing what they feel. The surrender, surrendering to the penetration of the male energy. And the invitation, inviting us in to be more fully present. And the reason why I bring this up on the topic today of, about pushing is because penetration is when we need to push, when we need to penetrate a situation. By penetrate, you know, I do not mean an forceful, uninvited, unwelcomed sort of penetration. This is not a, a penetration of violation, which is sort of the, the, the lower vibration of it. It's the penetration of the, of the forceful entry into something that's a force of, of presence and a force of will and spirit that honors what's going on around it but knows that there's something here for it. It, it. It's moving in a particular direction. You know, like the male symbol is the circle with the little arrow pointing out of it. Male energy is about moving in a direction, sort of penetrating the force into that direction. And that is that energy of push. In life, though, we've seen because in Western civilization we've been under such a patriarchal organization, patriarchal society for so many generations, for so many centuries, everything is about push. Push, push, push. Penetrate, penetrate, penetrate. Even when it's inappropriate. Even when it's not the right thing. Even when we're doing it incorrectly, inappropriately, and in a way that not only does not serve us, but does not serve those around us. It's time for us to take our last break of the show. Wow, fast. So when we come back, let's talk about surrender. The, the opposite and complementary of penetration, the female energy of surrender, of when not to push. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. Um, uh, welcome on the Facebook Live, Pat, uh, my dear friend Pat out in California. I hope you're doing well. Abby, thank you for, for tuning in. And William uh, posts uh, the book Power, Power Versus Force by David Hawkins. Yes, I, I know all about Power Versus Force. I haven't fully read it. I kind of more use it as a, a reference book. Um, but it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful book. So we've talked a lot about, you know, pushing and sort of the, 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 the out of balance version of pushing, which is penetration, that male energy of penetration. And when sometimes it's, it's a little too much, a little bit, uh, inappropriate, the opposite and complementary of that is surrender. And, and that's what I've been talking about, about surrendering to life. Uh, uh, giving up to life and allowing life to take us where life really wants to take us. And if we do that, it can be amazing. And as I mentioned, you know, we've been under a patriarchal society for so long that there's so much pushing, there's so much penetration everywhere in society. The whole structures build up upon this thing. But the, the, matriarchal way of doing things and 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 in a way it, it's something that I've learned very much from the the shamanic work that I do and from the indigenous con- cultures is it's about surrender surrendering to life surrendering to nature surrendering to just what's in front of us right here right now and not being so pig-headed and not being so stubborn thinking we know better You know, I've just, I've seen it in my life over and over and over again. The more we surrender, the more beauty, the more harmony, the more balance, the more abundance life can bring to us. And when we surrender, it also brings us a sense of ease. It allows us to um, flow through the currents of life with a greater speed because we are not resisting what is going on. You know, I've talked about you know Abraham's um, analogy of the cork and how uh, the cork is us feeling good, and and if it takes an an act of resistance to hold the cork underwater but when we let go of resistance we let go of the cork it naturally floats to the surface and then the currents can take the cork where the the cork is supposed to go so when we release resistance we can float on the currents of the rivers of life and then life can take us to places that we never would have imagined and believe me patty's on the facebook live another loyal listener thank you patty 
life is so amazing. I really could not have imagined I'd be doing today what I'm doing today. And, and this, this lesson of penetration versus surrender, of, of presence versus invitation, of expression versus claim, of these feminine energies versus the masculine energies. And again, it, it's not that women only have the feminine energies and men only have the masculine energies. We all have all of them. Okay? And, and it's, they're all there. We all have them. All it is is about being more conscious of them being more aware of when is appropriate in our lives to engage in one particular energy, to bring it to the forefront and really use it in a particular situation versus another situation with a different energy. You know, one of the big lessons lately uh, for me has also been, and this is something that I've learned from doing the shamanic work and the medicine work, that I've seen when people are really struggling with the shamanic work when you're in ceremony and, and you're working with plant medicine, when you resist the medicine, when you resist what the medicine's trying to show you, when you resist the feelings, when you resist what the medicine's trying to teach you, it comes on stronger. It, it's more difficult. It, it, it's a harder journey through the, through the ceremony. But when you surrender to the medicine, when you surrender to, the, to being present to what it's trying to teach you and show you, when you surrender to the feelings and the emotions and the, the energies that are present in the room, when you surrender to that, suddenly everything lightens up. And you flow through the ceremony in a way that is just beautiful and ecstatic and and brings so much joy and that's been my experience lately ah abby asks on the facebook live a very good question so how do you really integrate surrender outside of ceremony so how do you integrate surrender how do you integrate surrender in your life on the basic day-to-day -day level well, for me personally, and I can only speak to the, what's worked for me, it's been about acceptance. To me, surrendering to what's right in front of me, right here, right now, it's accepting it without judgment, without making it right or wrong. You know, I, I'm on the subway and I'm rushing to get someplace and the subway's stuck. I have to surrender to the situation. I can't get off the train. I can't do anything about it. If I complain about it, I only feel worse. There must be a reason why it's not moving and I just have to wait and be patient. And I just have to surrender to the given moment. Now, if the doors open up and they're going to be stuck there for a while, this actually happened to me the other week, I go outside and I catch a cab or a bus and I get to where I need to go. But if the doors are closed, I can't go anywhere. I need to surrender. When something happens that is not what I expected, if something happens that is not really what I want to happen, that's outside of my control, that's outside of, of my desire and decision, I have to surrender to it. Now, does this mean that when a situation pops up that... Uh, is, is not what I want, that I don't necessarily try and find a way around it? No, not at all. But it's about not judging it, not making it wrong. Because by making something wrong, we increase resistance. We sort of increase the contrast in life, and that contrast creates resistance. It also creates rockets of desire, but it, it creates resistance in us as human beings. And making something wrong is one of the surest ways to increase resistance and we get stuck with it and then we're not surrendering. I'll give you a perfect example of, of the surrender. The, the office that we're in right now for, for Talking Alternative and, and Double Diamond Wellness, we only moved here a little over a year ago. It's a beautiful space. We love it. It's sort of a residential space. And after one year, the landlord decided he did not want to renew our lease because of us doing a business out of it. We really wanted to stay. We love the environment. 
but you know, there's nothing. I, I talked with them. They didn't want to hear it. They, they, they didn't like what we're doing here. They, they don't want to renew the lease. I had to surrender to that. You know, I, I did what I could. I tried to talk with them. No work, no luck. Okay, I have to surrender. I have to not make it wrong. And reminded myself what Jennifer Huff, another EBC person, taught me. Life happens for us, not to us. It's that little bit of shift, that little bit of upgrade in our internal operating system that says life happens for us, not to us. So if it's happening for us, it's not wrong and it's not bad. So I surrender to it. And what does that mean? Even though it's not what we wanted, we have to move. So we've been looking for new space. We thought we got one place. It fell through. We thought we had another place. It fell through. Finally, we got a place. Still haven't signed the lease, but hopefully soon we'll be signing the lease. We release that resistance. We surrender to what is going on. Now, again, if let's say we find out we get a diagnosis from the doctor that we have some kind of disease, do we just surrender to that and give up? No, we find ways if we want to live, of course. I mean, you know, if you don't want to live, that's your choice. That's your decision. But if you want to live that natural instinct for survival, then it's I'm not surrendering to this. I'm going to find the best, healthiest, most supportive way for me to get around this disease. Now, that's not the time to surrender. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about there's resistance in front of us from other people, from something around us in life. It's time for us to surrender, to let go. Wow. It's been an amazing show. I'm, I'm sorry it comes to a close to an end so, so quickly. Uh, Frank, Hannah, welcome. Oh, Hannah, it's good to see you for the Facebook Live. I hope, Abby, that uh, that answered your question about how to integrate surrender outside of ceremony. It's really about integrating surrender into our lives in general. So when push comes to shove, surrender. When push comes to shove, surrender to life and allow life to guide us because that's what life wants to do. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate you all so much. I have a great guest coming on the show next week, so make sure you tune in. This has been the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity, and we will see you next week, 12 noon Eastern, on talkradio.nyc. Take care, everybody. See you then. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? 
I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 